Let me talk to you a little bit about American Giant, the quality of getting true American products, products with merit made by people in this country, made by people who are getting a fair wage. Every stitch, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled here when you buy clothing from American Giant. So you can go and, you know, get cheaper quality made by workers overseas who aren't paid a living wage, or you can help rebuild America and um, and wear the American Giant patch in the back that means something. There's an American Giant in all of us. These guys are trying to rebuild manufacturing, and many of our clients on this program I have chosen to represent because of that. These are the best in it. American Giant, American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn makes a great Christmas gift for a true believer. to the Glenn Beck program. We told you yesterday that in the Netherlands, they are starting to seize property of farmers. Farmers that will not comply or cannot comply with the the new rule of not using any nitrogen in fertilizer. It feeds too many people. I told you that it will come here. Well, We're already seizing land here in America, just in a different way so far. There is, there are these cabins um, that people bought and have had for years. They're in Oregon. And when they bought it, there was a road that led to those cabins. And it was owned by, uh, I think, what was it? Boise Cascade, the the paper company. And, They had access on that road. Well, then that road washed out, and now BLM owns the land and says, yeah, there's no right of access at all to those cabins. So if you want to go to your cabin, you know, you can hike up the mountain. Uh, There's no no more road. You can't bring any vehicles there. This is how they're doing it. They're making the process so incredibly difficult that people give up. So what is really happening in America? What's happening to the land being gobbled up? We'll explain in 60 seconds. We are never more than a generation away from losing our freedoms, and it could be this generation. Right now, your children and mine are the answers to the cancers. 
Uh, they are staring down the barrel of some pretty serious guns right now that are pointed at the American way of life. Do they have the fortitude to stand up? Do they have the knowledge to be able to have the fortitude to stand up? Well, you are responsible for your kids' education, and it is going to come from you, I guarantee, no one else, and they're not going to learn it through osmosis. The Tuttle Twins uh, is a series of books that tell fun and amazing stories and teach your kids, like, how free markets work the true founding of America, how big government will always become oppressive. There is a bigger need now than ever before for young people to rise up and say no to tyranny. Yes to personal freedom. When you get your kids into teenage years, they're not going to listen to any of this and they'll be so far indoctrinated. You need to start young. Please, your grandkids or your kids. Tuttle Twins book, they will help you. And right now, they have, um, uh, let's see, are they still doing the offer? No, they're not doing the offer uh, right now. They have just offers out on all of their books. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the life-changing books for all the kids in your life. You need to order soon. Beat the shipping deadline. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. We have Ben Burr on with us now. He's Blue Ribbon Coalition Executive Director. He is um, watching and fighting against the federal land grab that mainly is happening in the West. Uh, Ben, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me, Glenn. So did you look in, I I had my office reach out to you and uh, ask you about the story of the, the homeowners that have to walk to their cabins and nobody is repairing the road uh, because it's BLM land now. Is this just another land grab? I believe it is. Um, I've been working against these federal agencies for years now. And one of the common trends I see is that these agencies work to dispossess property owners of their property. And the way they do it is through what is called a regulatory taking. They enact so many regulations, they make it so difficult for you to access and enjoy your property that eventually you just can't afford to own it anymore. So you sell it and then they turn it into a wilderness or a conservation area or something. And it's a, it's a really pernicious form of tyranny that exists within our public land system. And these poor property owners in Oregon have been fighting the BLM for two years to be able to access a road that they've been accessing since 1906 to go to these cabins and now the BLM's telling them they're not allowed to do it. They put up a gate, they won't give them a key and they are being prevented from going to what is essentially their homes. So what, what is it that they can do? Uh, well, currently we're putting a lot of pressure on the BLM. They've started an administrative process to see if they can reopen this road. But re- I, the reason that I think this needs national attention is because there just needs to be pressure with the Congressman Bentz has been helpful in trying to get this done. But uh, as you know, the Republicans were in the minority last Congress. As soon as they're in the majority, I'm hoping there's some congressional scrutiny on the behavior of what's going on at this BLM office. I just, I don't think that the BLM should be an agency that can just decide one day that you can't go to your home anymore and they block off a road. And I got news for you. I, I, I know you agree with me on this. No agency should be able to get up one day and just change the rules. No agency should do that. Congress makes the laws. 
they don't even have to change the rules. The BLM's own rules say, like, if you go look at their handbook, it says that they cannot deny a property owner access to go and use and enjoy their property. They're not following their rules. And so, but they wow. are willing to play chicken. Like, and so the question is, is this going to have to go to court? I, like, it's just frustrating that that might have to be the outcome because all you need is for one field manager to change his mind and say we they can keep using this road they've been using since 1906. And one thing you should know is I did help them get emergency access to go winterize their cabins one year. There was an early freeze coming. Nobody had turned off their water. This was the first year they couldn't go up. And so we petitioned the BLM, saying, can we just go up to turn off the water so we don't break all our pipes and destroy the homes? And they're like, okay, fine, you can do it. So they actually drove up the road that's been allegedly destroyed by an erosion event that happened from a flood. They were able to pass, they, the road is passable. You can still do it in a four-wheel drive vehicle. So no work actually needs to be done, but the BLM just won't let them open the gate. They're telling them no. And and the reason is because they're worried that these four-wheel drive vehicles mm. will, will run over fish in the river. And oh. I walked up. I've hiked to the I've hiked to these cabins, Glenn. Um, I have a picture on our website of me hiking up there. The river goes up to my knees. Have you ever tried to run over a fish in a river that's knee deep with a jeep? Oh, I do it all the time. I just I run know. over. That's how I fish, and how yeah, I take I mean, out my anger. I just drive up and down rivers to kill fish. Yeah, this is and, ridiculous. I mean, there are a few places where there's river crossings. They've been doing it for a century and or and more. And they're worried about the fish. And I'm just like, can I don't think they're going to run over the fish in their Jeeps. I've, I've tried to catch fish with my hands in a river when I was a kid. And it's impossible. <laughs> they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty adapted to river. Yeah, it's it almost as if water is their element. Almost. 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 Okay, so Ben, um, is this part of, I remember during the Clinton years, um, somebody was talking about um, uh, Yellowstone and letting roads in and around the park degrade so people would um, just eventually just kind of vacate that area because it was too difficult to get to. I don't even know if that was true. That was something that was going around in the 90s. Are, is there a concerted effort in our uh, in our land management agencies to do these kinds of things? Oh, 100%. Um, if, in the Clinton era, you had what was called the roadless rule, which was one of these rules that the agencies just dreamed up that I think if we could get it before the Supreme Court again, they'd strike it down after the EPA versus West Virginia case because they just made up the rule out of clean cloth. They have no congressional direction to do it. Um, but my organization, Blue Ribbon Coalition, that's one of the primary things we fight over is roads. Because if you can close roads, you can close access. That means sure. we're not using our natural resources. It means people can't um, access private property. I've helped ranchers in the same case as these folks in Oregon try to get up to their grazing permit permitted lands and their private properties. And so there is a concerted effort to obliterate and decommission roads all across the public land system because that's how you can turn it into what's called designated wilderness, which is you can only go and walk on it on your own two feet and you can't do anything, no mechanized anything 
on a wilderness area. And in, in some wilderness is okay. I mean, there's some people like for recreation reasons, it's probably okay to have some areas that are kind of set aside for that. But this group that wants to close this all down wants it all. And I have to tell you, I, I, I have, I have um, land up in Idaho that when I bought it, it was a good thing. It's surrounded by BLM and then surrounded by national forest. And I thought that's a good buffer and everything. No, that's really bad. It is literally surrounded. The road has to go through the national forest to be able to get to my my ranch. That's exactly the kind of stuff they want to shut down, isn't it? Yeah, so you have neighbors who have the infinite power of the federal government to hurt you if they ever decide they don't want to be your neighbor anymore. And so you and I get in a conflict with our neighbor. We go knock on their door and we talk to them and we work it out. And if things get really heated, maybe we go to civil court. If you have a disagreement with your government and the government says, well, we don't want using that road anymore, now you have to go up against something with a $4 trillion budget infinite regulatory power to dispossess you of your property. And how often do you think an individual citizen wins those fights? It's, it's hard work. I have, the only reason I have any ability to know how to do it is because I had somebody who'd been working in the agency for 35 years, train me on how to challenge these decisions that come out of these agencies. And there's not a lot of people that know what to do or how to do it. And, so that's an open invitation, by the way. If any of your listeners ever need help with these federal land agencies, we're here to help them. Um, and your website is sharetrails.org. Sharetrails.org. Um, I have to tell you, BLM is the worst neighbor out there. There is a, a noxious weed that grows in my area. And once it spreads, it's, it just devastates everything. And my family went on BLM land just to dig up the weeds because it was destroying the farmland and the the grasslands and everything else they don't care blm just doesn't care so what are we supposed to do they have an impossible mandate they're being asked to manage 600 million acres of land they don't have there isn't a government agency on the planet that has enough staff or budget no matter how much you give them to manage that much land and so and, the, and then they've been co-opted in a lot of cases by a lot of special interest groups. And so they are they, they have the tendency to be an almost impossible agency to work with if they dig in on a position and they're unwilling to change their mind, which is what we're facing in Oregon. Um, good luck with your weeds. Uh, that is a you're probably not going to get a lot of help on that. No, I, I'm not even I'm not even call. I don't I know the answer. Of course not. It's probably and be a, careful know. about the surrounding forest. I mean, they try to manage these forests for wildfire. You have the Forest Service trying to thin forests, just do basic management, and they get sued every time by the environmental litigation groups. You have, and they block everything. And so the agencies, their hands are tied one way or another, either from internal direction or because they get pressured into it through litigation. And so. It is, a, it is a, a different America that we are living in today. Ben, thank you so much for all of the hard work you've done over the years. Thank you for the hard work that you're going to be doing. Again, if you have a land management, BLM, or, uh, or federal uh, land problem, 
just go to the website sharetrails.org. You can um, you can also follow Ben at BRC Blue Ribbon on Twitter, BRC Blue Ribbon or sharetrails.org. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. Nothing like walking out the door on a bright sunny morning, listening to the birds sing, you're in a good mood, you know. President Obama hasn't done anything stupid in hours, and you're like, you know, it's pretty good. And then check engine light comes on, or your car breaks down on the side of the road. The worst, the worst. There's never a good time. You know, it's never like, oh, I just won the lottery. Hey, my engine just broke down. What a perfect time. You never want it to happen, but it does. Car Shield will be there for you. They offer protection plans for around 100 bucks a month, all you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield will handle all the rest. Incredibly easy to do, and it'll save you a ton of hassle. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, trip reimbursement, all at no extra cost. So lock in your price today, and you will never pay more. Car Shield has had my back several times when my uh, trucks go down. They can have yours. If you're out of warranty, get coverage like I have. Go to carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10% now. Carshield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Executive director at Planned Parenthood, their sex education branch, who knew they had a sex education branch, claimed that children are born sexual and has called for comprehensive sex education from kindergarten up, as well as porn literacy for older kids. Stu, I just want you to think of yourself. You're 13 years old. And your teacher says, it's time for porn literacy and another film strip or film. As a 13, 14, 15-year-old boy, I'm probably pretty okay with that. It's the sort of literacy you can get behind at that age. It is. It is. Um, He said, we have an assumption in our society of asexuality, um, people with intellectual disabilities, It's a myth that is perpetrated that everyone is a sexual being from birth until death. I mean, unless you say you're asexual. Anyway, sentiment was um, echoed by Planned Parenthood, said in a guide, fundamentals of teaching sexuality. Sexuality is part uh, of life through all ages. Babies, elders, everyone in between can experience sexuality. I know those babies, man. They are so hot all the time. They're like looking at the other baby in the crib going, yeah, I could get a slice of that pie. Um, He also said children of certain age should be taught about pornography in sex education. Now, I love this. I love this. He said there's access to erotica, pornography, and that's very different uh, for young people 30 years ago. There is a lot wrong with porn. But there's some really good stuff out there as well. 
Hmm. Now, <laughs> maybe it's just me. Um, but if I want to speak as a 15-year-old boy, I would say there is crappy porn out there. But there's some really good stuff as well. <laughs> um, however, I don't think that's what he wants us to think the good stuff is. Uh, so, Stu, um, can you think of some good porn that should be shown in high schools and middle schools? I, you know, there's not a lot that comes to mind. I feel perhaps as, you know, maybe some other parents do, and that I don't think you need to encourage uh, people to look at porn. It seems like the type of thing that winds up happening uh, if, uh, in fact, if you don't protect against it, it seems to happen a lot. So I don't know. I think mm -hmm. it's uh, one of those things that maybe you don't have to teach everything. Right. The kids are going to discover things, and adults will well, discover things their on point. their own. No, that's their point. They mm. said they have their laptops, so, you know, we need to present opportunities for young people to think about, for example, their values. Mm, you by know, showing them poor. Mm, let's, do an, <laughs> let's do an opinion activity. Let's do the ethics of pornography, you know. Um, mm -mm. And let's make sure to say, you know, there's not a really a right answer to this. Oh, yeah. Okay, that sounds. You don't want to take a strong stance on that against for pornography children, for children. You know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to draw that line. Um, yeah, I'm against pornography. Uh, you know, uh, but even for the, kids. Uh, all right. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's a strong yeah. that's a hot well, not take. Not for babies. Mm -hmm. Not for babies. <laughs> um, you know, babies need it. Look at the way they're dressed. They're what? usually just wearing some skimpy diaper. Like what is the argument argument for this stuff going to kids? Right? Like we you know, we all could talk about whether it should be uh, you know, whether adults should, you know, engage in such activities. You know, the same thing goes with for drag shows. Drag shows have been around forever. Uh, you know, but generally not forever, but for a long time. And adults go there and check it out or whatever mm -hmm. if they feel like it. Mm -hmm. But the, pri the, the priority of these groups targeting children sh should at least need to be explained. Like, why is this do, a priority do, suddenly? Is this, is this a rhetorical question? Because I have an answer. I'm just not sure anyone wants to hear that answer. But I'll let you decide next. The Glenn Back Program. Let's talk a little bit about Goldline. Right now, I don't know if you see this, but uh, things aren't look looking real good, um, economically speaking. Things aren't looking good for the U.S. dollar. I mean, right now, it's the, it's the best piece of crap on the crap pile, but it's still a piece of crap. Um... But nobody's ever going to come up with something to challenge the dollar. That'll never happen. So just keep sticking with it. They're just going to keep printing and printing and printing. I, for one, have worked kind of hard for my money. I, I'm guessing you have, too, the money you've made over the years, the money you've put away for retirement. Do you know that that money is all sitting there and it is not growing faster than inflation? And you're going to lose a lot of that money just due to inflation. Please call Goldline right now. Talk to them about their self-directed IRA promotion. 
New orders eligible to receive up to $50,000 in free promotional medals. Goldline.com, 866-GOLDLINE, goldline.com. Head over to glenbeckmerch.com. The code is GLEN20. Save 20% off all the best Christmas gifts. Last night, um, as I crawled into my hotel bed here um, in Salt Lake, where I'm being hosted by KNRS, thank you for use of your great studios uh, and your really absolute best engineering staff. Um, Crawling into bed, just going over some of the news of the day, and I see really sad news that Kirstie Alley passed away. She was, and this shocked me, she was 71. Does that even seem reasonable to you, Stu, that she's 71? No, when I, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so young. And, and then they said 71. I was like, wow, I oh, did not what? realize she was 71. What, ha- what happened? I mean, she's never looked 71 to me. And maybe I just haven't seen pictures of her in the last, I don't know, 45 years. <laughs> I mean, I've seen her... She was on the show just a few years ago. Yeah, I remember she that. Was a, she was a big fan of the show. I'm a big fan of hers. Um, and she was just sweet, fun, and funny. Smart. Um, really, really mm-hmm. smart. Uh, and, a, and a sad day to lose Kirstie Alley. Yeah, they said um, a, a, a brief um, fight with cancer. So I guess this kind of was really a surprise. Uh, I kind of think that's way. If I have cancer, that's the way I want it to go. Just, hey, you've got it. You could be dead soon. And then you die. I don't want to go through, if you had it, I wouldn't want to go through all the chemotherapy. and Oh, it's just so brutal. So yeah, I mean, brutal. Obviously, you could choose that path, uh, but it's, you know, of course, no, I when wouldn't your life is on the line, right, you, you, don't, yeah, you I do mean, want I, that path. Yeah, I mean, if I had it and I had a chance to live, but if I'm, you know, if I find it and it's like, you know, nothing, I, I'm just getting on a plane and going someplace. See, if I get cancer, have I, fun with the family. If I get cancer, I want to go out like Hunter Biden. I, I just want to, I'm just going to be, I'm going to have my laptop out. We're going to be filming. There's going to be dozens of Russians all around me. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, there's going to be blow all over the, 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 the the laptop screen. I mean, it's going to be. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's gonna and you're going to start calling cocaine blow. <laughs> yes, that, that's what you do wow. when you're Hunter Biden. And, yeah, that, and I mean, also that at the same time. goes down quickly for you. I should I, I got should cancer. Know, Give me some blow. Right. I should note also I will become an artist at that period. Uh, I will become a famous artist that can sell wow. paintings for $750,000 a piece. Wow. Just so amazing. you know, all those things will happen. Wow. So, yeah, get in line. I'd have an incredible party. I'd have an incredible party. Not with blow and hookers, but no, I know. an incredible party. Uh, I'll leave the hookers and the blow to you, you pagan animal. You. <laughs> um, uh, there is, um, Kirstie Alley was on with us. I don't remember how long ago. Sarah, do you remember? It's a few years ago. Um, here's a clip of her, her last appearance on the program. I've been attacked my whole career for certain things. And I'm sort of used to being attacked, and I feel like, wow, I don't really go out of my way to reach out and say mean things to people or to offend them or to, you know, and I have a track record on the environmental 
issues, a good track record. And I have a lot of tra- I have a lot of good things to offer people. And if they can't see it, I just can't help them. Yeah. You know, you um, you did go after uh, CNN uh, this last week, and I and I think rightfully so. You said that they have a fear of dying. You said if you you want you, you want to understand your friends that are walking around in sheer terror of COVID, uh, you just have to watch CNN. I decided to watch CNN myself to get their viewpoint, and oh my God, did I ever! If you two want to live in terror, just watch CNN. They have a fear of dying. It is their mantra. It is. And do they think really, I mean, like this has gone on now for eight months. Do they really believe that only their viewers know what's going on? Do they yes. really believe that their viewers are the only people who know that they could risk their lives or at least risk getting sick or something with, with, with COVID out there? It just seems so, it seems so elitist to be telling everybody how to basically not walk out of their house and die. And, and then it's flipped on you. Then it becomes flipped. Like, oh, you don't care if people die. Oh, I had friends that were sick. I've had friends that were sick. I've had friends that died. I've had friends that were sick and died this year that didn't die of COVID, too. So I am aware of death. I don't need to be reminded of it 24 freaking 7. And also, it wasn't just that they were reminding us 24-7 to keep us in horror. They were reminding us 24-7 so they didn't have to talk or report about Biden and his son and his possible alleged uh, dealings with communist countries where he got payola. Mm. It's not alleged <laughs> anymore. Too bad she wasn't uh, able to see the the end of that saga. Yeah, she's talking about COVID and everything. It was November 2020. So that mm. was not in just over two, two years ago. That's and does that sad. sound like a 69-year-old woman? Doesn't know. Does not sound like that, and does not certainly sound like anyone who's sick. I mean, it really, yeah, really sad that 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 happens so fast. Our thoughts are um, with the with the family. Um, I want to play another piece of audio here for you. This is Rachel Levine uh, to doctors. I want you to listen to this. For almost forty years now, I have considered an honor to be a doctor. I believe in our role as healers. I believe in our role as truth tellers. And the truth that we need to confront now is that medicine and science are being politically perverted around this country that destroys human lives. And we have reached a tipping point for the role in medicine and civic life for the health and well-being of LGBTQI plus youth and other Americans. Those who attack our community are driven by an agenda of politics. It has nothing to do with medicine. It has nothing to do with science. It has nothing to do with warmth, empathy, compassion, or understanding. They are rejecting the value of supportive medicine, rejecting well-established science, and simply rejecting basic human compassion. We as doctors and as people who love our communities and love our nation have to confront the the fact that the language of care and compassion that they're using is being taken to granted to literally tear our communities apart. So we have to stand up. We have to take a stand on behalf of those who are being hurt. That's what we do in medicine, even when it's difficult. This is um, her plea to doctors to become activists for trans youth. Everything she said there is a distortion of the truth or an out-and-out lie. 
we are um, we are facing um, just incredible darkness, just incredible darkness. And we were talking about Planned Parenthood a few minutes ago and how they are pushing porn on our kids, how they are pushing transgender, non-binary. You know, you can be any gender you want. <clears throat> uh, they're pushing surgery on kids. How, how is that logical or decent at all? I urge you to watch the video that I made with somebody who is detransitioning. She started transitioning when she was 11 with the support of loving doctors. She now doesn't think those doctors were so loving. They used her fear. She's now detransitioning because she realizes she is a woman and always was a woman. Stu asked me, you know, why are we... Why, why, why this big push for children? And I have to tell you, I think the answer is really clear, really clear. The agenda is a, a very old, Old Testament uh, pagan worship ritual. And it worships earth. And it puts earth above everything and uses your sexual desires um, to worship Baal or Moloch. It is very anti-human. If you look, if you're part of the worth, uh, the earth worshipers now, the people who are anything, do anything to prevent global warming, when there's no research that any of the stuff they're talking about will actually work. And they are willing to shut down our economies. They are willing to shut down our farms. They are willing to shut down uh, our businesses. Why? To protect the earth from CO2. Who produces that? Humans. They worship everything and despise human beings. This is just part of their earth worship. This is just part of their ritual. The sexualization of our children is ritualistic in its nature. The sacrifice of our children and their innocence is being put up on the altar of whatever God it is they are serving. I'm not saying, suggesting that they know they're serving an evil God, but they are. And I do believe there are those that are very clear on what they're doing. They're sexualizing our children. They are sacrificing our children. They are willing to sacrifice millions of lives in honor of Gaia, the spirit of the earth. That's what's happening, and that's why I said earlier today, it's, this isn't about politics, and you don't have to get overwhelmed. What's happening in your school with the sexualization of your kids, what's happening with ESG, 
They seem separated, but they're not. They're the same. The fight on global warming is exactly the same fight uh, as the fight against the Constitution. All of these things seem like separate battles, but they're not. Sorry, separate wars, but they're not. They're just battles in the same war. We never, you know, said, oh, we've got to worry about this, but wait, it's happening in Berlin, too. But wait, it's happening in Russia, too. We knew all that, and we knew it was coming from one source, Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. So what is the one source that is creating all of this chaos and confusion and policies that lead to death. It's the same source it has always been. The author of all lies. We are not fighting against flesh and bone. We are fighting evil. Once we get that, you'll no longer be overwhelmed because you will understand this is a spiritual battle. And if we understand it's a spiritual battle, we will be able to fight it effectively. We are now fighting this like it's flesh and bone. It's not. We're, we're using a losing strategy. Understand this is a spiritual battle and begin to fight like that. And we know how the story ends. All righty. Well, let me tell you about our, uh, about our sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. And Eddie wrote in about his experience. He says, about a year or so, I was bent over like an old man. I could barely stand up straight. I had really heavy back pain to the point I dreaded even going to the mailbox. This went on for months and months, and I was really losing hope. However... I started taking Relief Factor, and within a week, the back pain was completely gone. I couldn't believe it. Thank you for everything. Thank you for recommending Relief Factor. Eddie, you are welcome. Uh, Relief Factor was created uh, by doctors to reduce the inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain and our illnesses, quite honestly. And um, they made this so it doesn't whack you out. It works with your body to fight that. I want you just to try a three-week quick start. Just try it for three weeks. Take it exactly as directed and see if it doesn't help you. If it doesn't, well, then it doesn't. You're part of the 30% that, generally speaking, that it doesn't work for. I'm part of the 70%, and I'm shocked. So many people have tried this and gotten their life back. Please just try it for three weeks. It's 1995 for the three-week quick start. Uh, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or call them at 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Coming this Friday, we are going to be doing our best Hunter Biden impersonation. 
as we have yet another power hour for everyone to enjoy. It's the Studios America Christmas Party 2022 Power Hour Friday night. Do not miss it. It's on YouTube youtube.com slash stew does america if you've never seen one of these before get a great panel alex stein's going to be there sarah gonzalez is going to be there several others and have a great um great conversation for about eh, 12 13 minutes uh, because each minute we have to do another shot of beer and so it's it's a preparation for the ultimate christmas party if you want to join us you can do that on uh you can go to stewdoespowerhour.com and join us there you can actually join us in studio if you want tickets are free you can check that out there or just watch us on uh, youtube as we do these these this ridiculous amount of damage to our organs for your entertainment it's stewdoespowerhour.com also if you're doing last minute christmas shopping you should get all the merch from the blaze there's so many great things up there uh, commentary on wokeness and nancy pelosi and andrew cuomo and all of the ridiculous nonsense you might uh, might just love for that conservative in your life, you can go to glenbeckmerch.com and get that there. If you use the code GLEN20, you get 20% off right now. Why not get the best Christmas present for the conservatives you love and the liberals you don't? It's at glenbeckmerch.com. The code is GLEN20. We'll see you tomorrow.